Hey, what's up, you guys? You're listening to the Halliburton Podcast Show. I'm your host, Shane Ahmad. I have come back with a continuation of the previous Juicy Story Time. Hit the, the name of the podcast show is called Juicy Story Time. I listened to it and I realized that I left out some key information in that uh, podcast and that story time with my friend. And I th- and I think to myself, I didn't really build the case well for having such a strong opinion and having a taking such a strong conclusion after over 20 something years that it took me to, to figure this out um, about this particular person. Um, you know, as you heard, heard the crazy story of how, how this friend, um, you know, just kind of was really not a really good friend. Um, this would be someone who I've never called on if I was in need of anything because this person is not is not that that type of person um, to call on if you need anything. It's it's just kind of like um, they you know they they you know they can't help themselves. Um, and with that girlfriend of his, one thing about her was she um, she was really really messy. And then uh, one of the reasons why I didn't like her outside of her being old, trying to be overbearing to me as a, as one of the friends of the guys that she's romantically involved with, whatever their fucking situation is. Um, she would go, come to me and tell me a lot of things about their relationship and things that had happened with them, which I thought was just stuff that I didn't need to hear. Um, she told me that she took his virginity. I guess he was in his twenties when he lost his virginity, virginity to her. Which I wasn't shocked because like I got like, like you guys heard, um, this person didn't he didn't carry himself well. He wasn't a good looking person, you know, he was always laughed at for his looks. And he he never really tried to fix it. He just kinda took the heat and just became a bitter, nasty guy, you know. He never took another approach. He always just just laid in that lame situation of his. And um so, you know, so she was bragging that, oh, she took his virginity and things like that and how she had him spending money on her. He had all this money saved up and she got in debt and he, you know, tried to bail her out and things like that. And he told me he had took a financial hit with her. He didn't really get into details with it. And um, well, although she did. Um, so... It, it was. I was just looking at this girl. I was thinking, why are you telling me this? Like, you don't know. I've known this guy since I was in sixth grade. We're in our 30s now. I'm just meeting you. And also, she admitted to talking to other guys. And she had other men spending money on her and getting her hair done and getting her nails done. Because at this point, she had did some very shady things to this particular friend of mine. One, getting on his Facebook, hacking to his fake, fake Facebook and telling everybody that he was gay. I've known this guy from all of my life. I never once thought this dude was gay. And, um, you know, she wanted to be nasty and messy and did that. And, you know, his parents didn't like her. And, you know, she just was crazy. Not to mention, you know, considerably younger than him. So I didn't like this girl. And I didn't really want to hear the fact that you're still trying to be romantically involved with my so-called friend but yet you're talking to all these other men. I would actually see her in person while I was at work downtown, talking, interacting with other guys and 
walking around with other guys and she would bring other guys downtown to walk with her knowing that this guy my friend works downtown as a tour guide and would see them and I know he would see them and you know he tried to play it cool like you know he didn't really care you know they were just friends and stuff like that and as a guy I knew, I kind of figured like okay I know what's going on here you're not really interested in her but you don't have access to, excuse my language, y'all. You don't have access to pussy like that. So you have to keep this girl near so you can get some pussy because you're not going to really get it from anyone else because nobody really wants you. You know, no, no one really wants you. You're just weird. And then the fact, and the thing about it is you can look weird, but when your vibe and your energy is also weird and off, that doesn't help your case. I mean, there's some people out there who don't look good at all, who are not lookers, but they can pull some fine women, you know, some men, can, you know, pull some fine women, some not so good looking women can pull some uh, nice looking men um, because they have personality. They have good energy. This person here looks doesn't look good on the outside and doesn't have a whole lot of good on the inside either. So, so I just got really, t- I just got really tired of that. And one scenario that was with me for many, many years with this friend of mine, knowing this friend knew that I grew up in a single parent household. My mother raised me alone. My dad was an absentee father. Um, he wasn't around. You know, he was out doing his own thing. You know, long story short. You know, so I remember over the years, my friend would always this particular friend of mine would always talk bad about, you know, single parent households and, and things like that. And how the the kid turns out to come out to be nothing and all these negative things about single parent households and things like that. And, and I remember, you know, it, it, it would make me feel a little, a little awkward for two, two, two reasons. One first reason is, I'm your friend, and why are you having this conversation with me? Because I am a recipient of a single-parent household. Are you trying to be shady with me? Two, the reason that, that this was awkward, because it goes back to reason one. If you're trying to be shady with me by having this conversation with a recipient of a single-parent household, I can rebuttal back to you way more than what she can say to me because my opinions of you are not that great. But at the same time, I bypass them because, you know, we've known each other for years and I try to see the good in a bad situation. Because if I matched your energy and gave and spoke my unsolicited opinion about things surrounding you and how you were brought up and raised, you wouldn't care for it. But I digress. You know, I'm a Virgo. I am very sharp with my tongue, um, very intellectual. I read a lot. I could, I could, I could, I could cut down branches if I really wanted to with the shit that I can say. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to let this person have have their moment. Let them project upon you know project upon me because this is the only scenario that this person probably has feel they have any leverage upon me with because anything else they're going to lose 
That's it. This is what I'm thinking the entire time. I'm thinking, yeah, you want to nitpick at something like that because you can't beat me in nowhere else. You definitely can't beat me in the looks department. You can't beat me in athleticism. You can't beat me in the strength department. You can't beat me in the money department. You can't be, beat me in, uh, what do you call it, personality. You can't beat me intellectually. You can't beat me with charisma. I'm far more charismatic than you, you know. I come in the room, everybody's, you know, I can I can hold everyone's attention while you're sitting to the wayside acting weird and, and strange, you know. So I was like, you know, cool, you have that moment. So so I had to deal with that for many years, you know, just hearing this kind of thing. And it's just like, it, and then at that time, I also didn't say anything because truthfully, I was insecure about this. I mean, I was young, you know, I was very insecure about the upbringing of of that, you know, how I was brought up, and I, you know, I still was processing this. I went through a lot, and um, so we're gonna fast forward back up to our thirties now from this situation. This guy, well, his girlfriend or situationship girl, whatever the hell you want to call her, she starts. She, we're we're talking, and you know, we're hanging out, and I'm starting noticing she's watching me. You know, I wear Timberlands, I wear Joe Jordans, I wear Forces, I wear Reeboks. Like, all my shoes are name brand. That's just what I like. That's how I was brought up. That's how my mama raised me. She always had me a nice name brand stuff that I took very good care of. And it translated into my grown-up years. I don't wear cheap shoes. For one, I'm a large guy and I have flat feet. So I need good shoe support. And two... I know people look at your shoes. If you have on shitty shoes, they're going to think you're a shitty person. I'm black. I'm a black man. That's how it goes in our community. You walk through the room and your shoes are shitty and cheap. You're ain't, you ain't shit. Let's, let's just be real here. Now, there are some people who have money and stuff like this and just really don't care or whatever, but those people may not be on the market. Hey, I'm single. I'm single with no kids. So yeah, I'm on the market. So here we go. When I step in the room, yeah, I want my shoes to look clean. I want to be clean looking guy, clean cut. So this girl of his would always kind of like notice this and she would point out, oh, those are nice shoes and things like that. And I'm thinking, well, this is awkward because your boyfriend or whatever you consider this dude, he's sitting next to you in some dirty ass uh, what do you call them? Uh, what do you call those shoes? Fubu or a G unit shoe, something you know you would buy from City Trends or something like that. And I'm thinking, uh, yeah, this is kind of awkward. And and at the time, I'm thinking, okay, I think she's sizing me up because she's thinking, hmm, Shane seems to be a little more cultured. You know, he he goes out to eat. He doesn't order the basic thing on the menu. He knows what he wants. He knows the kind of drinks that he wants. He's not on a budget. He seems to be more fun. He seems to be a little more, mm, a little more brash, a little more, a little more, a little tougher, you know. And you know this this particular guy over here, he's you know kind of a pushover until he gets mad and he wants to blow up. So I'm thinking this girl's checking me out, and I'm not gonna lie, I spend money on accessories. I like nice watches. I can't afford Rolex watches, but I can afford. Uh, things like Michael Kors, so I show up, I go to places, I wear Michael Kors watches, um, you know, Armani Exchange watches, like, you know, things like that, like, that's what I like, 
And whenever I get a chance to, you know, be able to purchase one, I'm going to purchase it. And if I'm going to hang out, I'm going to wear it. It's just what I do. And if I ever became rich, I'd be the guy who would wear a Rolex. A very subtle Rolex, but it'll be a Rolex, you know. So she's, you know, she's watching this and, you know, we're at the, we're out to eat one time and she wants to, she says, oh, that's a nice watch. She wants me to take my watch off so she can put it on. So she puts the watch on and she's like, oh my God, this watch is heavy. You know, and I'm thinking, yes, yeah, Cedric, excuse me. I'm thinking, yeah, dude, take notes there. Um, take notes because your girl is checking me out. And everything about me that she's checking me out is everything you don't need. So yeah. And so if you want if you want to keep this girl's attention, something like this, you may need to step up your game because you know you ain't really bringing much to the table. And you don't know that I you don't know this, but I know that her hair, someone paid for her hair, someone, another dude paid for her to get her hair done because you wouldn't do it. So yeah, you may, you may want to watch this chick, but I'm sitting at this table just thinking, oh my gosh, the tea and the juice that I could spill if I really wanted to. But I'm thinking, you know what, it's none of my business. I, I'm staying cool. I'm that guy. I can spill so much tea on people until it's ridiculous. But you know, I digress. So I'm thinking, oh, this nasty girl who looks like she doesn't wash much. She has dirty fingernails. She has my watch on her arm. Ew. Yuck. And then she has all this hair glue in her hair where you can see and you can see where the track begins. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, like I, I'm not used to being around this kind of trash. I'm just not. So, so anyway, she, uh, you know, one day I'm at work and she comes to me and she's a little upset with my friend. And she says, I'm real upset with your friend right now. I don't know what to do about it. And I was like, oh really? What's going on? She was like, I went to his parents' house yesterday, you know, at, the, at that time he was living with his parents, and I guess she stayed late, and she came out, uh, she, you know, when she came out, the, you know, came, when she decided to leave, and she went to her car, or her car tire was was uh, flat, and I guess it was nighttime, so, you know, you know, she's a female, a majority of females do not know how to change a, t- a car tire, most females, when they go to their car and there's a problem with their car, they freak out because they don't have a clue what to do or anything. So she's at his parents' house and he's there and she goes in there to get him to, you know, come outside and change the tire. This guy in his 30s does not know how to change a freaking tire. Which I wasn't shocked because he couldn't do much, most of anything. I don't think this guy could cook a fried egg sandwich if he, if he, if he tried. Like, I've never known him to be anybody who could do anything other than try to, try to go to work and come home and want to sleep. Just, just lazy and not well put together. Just, I don't know what's going on. You know, just, just lazy and lame. And it, it, it hate to say it like that, but that is. If you're a guy in your 30s, and you've been dating this girl for years, and you don't know how to change your, you don't know how to change a tire. You're, you, what are you good for? You're not worth shit. So she's upset about it. So um, he tells her, when she tells me, that he needs, she needs to call uh, roadside assistance or AAA or something like this, which she didn't have. So her dad has to get out of his bed, come over to this person's house. 
in their yard to change his daughter's tire because her boyfriend didn't know how to change a tire. And he changes the tire and he tells the girl, I don't know what you need with this guy because if you need still need to be calling on me for things, you don't need him. Which he's kind of right. He, well, he ain't kind of right. He is right. Because you just also further proven you ain't shit. You know? And, and, you know, you ain't shit. You know, like, I mean, you're a man. You didn't know how to maybe pull your phone out and YouTube this shit? You're, you're on the spot. You're with your girl, man. Like, you, you really? That, to me, that was just really crazy. So I'm just looking at her and I'm thinking, yeah, I totally get it. If I had a daughter or a sister or whatever and she, you know, had a boyfriend who couldn't change a tire, I would look at him sideways too. Very much sideways. So... So she said, um, I don't know about y'all. Like, I, like I've never been around men who know how to change tires. I said, oh, well, I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I said, you are speaking in general for people. I said, no, your friend doesn't know how to change a tire. I said, I can change a tire in my sleep. I've been changing tires since I was a child because I was raised in a single parent household with my mother. And there were times where I had to naturally figure things out on my own because my mother did not know how to do it. And she was already very stressed with life. And I felt like, you know, me being the son and actually being the man of the house, that I needed to inherit some of this stress to take off of her. And then I did. So yeah, I'm not changing a tire. I can change a tire. I can change the oil in my car. I give myself a tune up. I knew all kinds of things, and I and it's, all of it is self-taught. Yeah, I might be pretty looking and you know well put together, but I can get down and dirty and greasy just like anybody else, and I don't mind it. Especially if it's going to save me some damn money. I'm talking about call a freaking tow, call a roadside assistant. What the fuck? You better get that tire jack and iron out and take those nuts and bolts off that car, jack that car up. Pull that tire off, put the donut on, put the stuff back on, tighten it back up, and lower that car back down and send your girlfriend on her way because you just probably got in her guts anyway. Damn, you so so she says, really? You gotta change the tire? I say, yeah, I can change the tire. And then, you know, I say, I can change the tire, I can cook, I can do anything. So yeah, like, yeah, I'm one of those guys, I'm multitask. Like, and I guess that's why I've been single for so long. I don't need anybody for anything, really. I can do it all myself. So she was looking like, oh, wow. I'm like, yeah. So then I started to, you know, you know, think to myself about this guy. And then I, I actually decided, I said, I'm going to, you know, let her, let him know that I, I, that she told about that. And I was going to um, elect myself to teach him how to actually change a tire. Well, of course, Mr. Stubborn doesn't want to know how to change a tire. So... Um, I guess he's embarrassed. Like, you can't, he, he's somebody you can't do this with. You can't correct. You can't show him the right way. You know, I'm sure when he, when he was in math class, the teacher would see him doing the math problem the wrong way, and she would probably try to show him the correct way, and he didn't want to do it. And um, that's just how he is. So I was like, you know, whatever. And then, you know, I remember one time after that, we had a conversation, and he went back on this Oh. I think someone had killed somebody in the news or whatever, and they were blaming it on him. The guy was talking about, you know, his upbringing and, his, you know, being raised by his mom and just going to be getting so much stress and, you know, having to feel like he needs to be part of a gang to be masculine and all this kind of stuff like this. So this particular friend of mine goes back into 
talking shit, you know, and, you know, kind of degrading people who have been raised in single-parent households as to not being worth a damn. Well, at this point, I was not going to sit back and take this anymore. I was like, okay, I could take this type of criticism from a better person or hear this type of criticism from a better person. I, I can't take and hear this type of criticism from you anymore. I'm sorry. You're not good enough to even project yourself like that. So let me go ahead and set you straight, boo. So I said, you know what? I said, you know, yeah, you're right. There are, there are some people who have been raised in single parent households who are incarcerated and, you know, are dead or in gangs and just going through all kinds of stuff. You know, they're out in the streets doing all kinds of bad things. I said, but you have some people who've been raised by single parent households like myself, who is not, who's into none of that. Someone who gets up and goes to work, the guy who's, you know, who's been working for the postal service, a guy who's been a former law enforcement officer, a guy who has held uh, many jobs and has never been fired by any, um, a guy who still looked after his mother, you know, at, even after her husband died, you know, a guy who still looks after her, his mother, who does all the manly things in her house for her that she needs because she doesn't really need anybody else because she has her son who self-taught himself these types of things. Well, I, I take that back. I had uncles and things like that who would show me stuff. And I was always curious to, to, to learn things. So I said, you have some people like that. And I said, also, you got to be, you got to keep in mind that there are some people who are raised in both, uh, in a, uh, what do you call it? A, a nuclear home where both the mother and father are present and the child still turns out to be, to not be worth shit. So then he starts to get quiet. He's, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's some guys out there who's been raised by their, their single parent. I mean, by both their parents, they don't know how to they don't know how to cook, they don't know how to pay bills, they don't know how to change tires, you know, they don't know how to keep a car washed, they don't know how to wash their own clothes, they don't know how to dry their own clothes, you know, they don't know how to wake themselves up to go to work, you know, all these kinds of things. And then hell yeah, I sure was. I was being shady and passive aggressive. Everything I was saying, I was directing it towards him on stuff that I know that he couldn't do because you spent many years degrading people in my situation and you're not worth shit. And like, you know, before you get, so before you get the big head and stuff like this, how about you go and uh, fix your own situation? And by the way, while we're at it and you're being so shady and, and projecting your negative thoughts upon me, let's be real here. You were raised in a, in a parent in a household with your mother and your father. I'm, you know, I'm thinking this. Well, your dad cut out on your mom several times, and he actually had a child on her. Yeah, and you had your dad in the house, and you still don't know manly stuff. Yeah, yeah. You you don't you don't even know how to shave your face. So yeah, kill it with, with with talking down on people because my friend, you are. I'm thinking you're you're not you're not you're not the one to do that because you are the lowest. You're a low. You're low grade. Eighty-seven octane can't match ninety-three. Sorry. So yeah, you know, work on yourself, build yourself up before you start degrading people because. You may find somebody else who may not extend you as much grace as I, as I have, and they may hurt your feelings. 
So, you know, he shut up with that. So, so like I said, it was always little things about this guy that, you know, I thought to myself, like, is this really a friend or is this somebody who's like jealousy? You know, like someone who's like very jealous. So, so that was like part two of that messy, juicy uh, story time that I posted about. Um, I need to figure out how to to post the question things on my on, on this podcast again, which I will post up when I figure it out. Um, you guys can tell me about have, do you have any friends or former friends that you felt was always jealous of you, although you bypassed that type of energy because you truly cared for them as your friend and you wanted to to be friends with them because you know you were just kind of used to them. But it got to a point to where you said, you know what, I can't hide, I can't really hide the fact here because I've been around enemies and felt more comfortable than I am with you. You're supposed to be my friend, so I'm about to cut that off. Have you guys ever felt like that? If so, um, chat me up in, in, in the uh, question thing here on my Spotify and Apple Podcast show. But that's enough of story time continued. Well, juicy story time continued. I appreciate you guys for listening. I'm about actually, I'm actually about to head out of this damn place and take my ass to the gym because I got to get that summer summer body. Although it's already summertime, but I'm kind of kind of halfway there. Um, so when I'm ready to do grown things at nighttime, um, I'll feel a little more confident than. Uh, than I would have been in the wintertime. But I appreciate you guys for listening. I really love you for listening. Thank you. Go ahead and hit that notification button uh, there um, so you'll be notified when I post more shows. Um, FYI, I'm not doing doing more doing any more podcasts for TV show reviews. That was just annoying and tiring. I like to watch TV without having to write down uh, points about the show. So you don't have to worry about that. I'll be coming up with other show ideas and new juicy hot topics and things like that. But anyway, I'm out of here, guys. I'll take care. Y'all have a great week. Uh, enjoy yourself. Love somebody. Um, tell yourself someone loves you because someone actually does. And, you know, it may be hard today, but it could always be harder, than, you know, than it is. And get you some rest and do something you like for yourself this week. Y'all take care. Deuces.